This is Minnesota Today for Wednesday, March 1st. It's the first day of meteorological spring. I'm NPR News reporter Tim Nelson. Here's our top story right now. A new law to try and stem rampant catalytic converter theft in the state is heading into a final lap at the Capitol. The Minnesota Senate is taking up the issue tomorrow aimed at cracking down on thieves and buyers of stolen converters. The bill would establish new tracking of detached vehicle emissions devices and let authorities charge people for possessing unmarked converters. Vehicle owners who have converters stolen could seek restitution from those criminally convicted. Senators began debate today but didn't get to a vote. DFL Senator John Marty says the approach won't stop all the thefts but should make a dent. I don't want people to have false hope. This will make a difference. In a year from now, when we have this database set up, it'll help law enforcement statewide track down use uh, converter theft. But I think this will have an immediate chilling impact. The bill would also impose new requirements on scrap metal dealers who buy catalytic converters. A slightly different version has been passed by the Minnesota House. But the plan is meeting with some Republican resistance in the Senate. GOP Senator Tory Westrom says it would burden scrap metal dealers who would unknowingly run afoul of the rules. You've got to remember, these are the frontline guys of recycling and gals. They've been recycling before recycling was cool. Insurance industry statistics show Minnesota is high on lists of states where catalytic converter theft is most common. And the father of a boy who was fatally shot outside a Richfield school last year says he's unhappy with the plea agreement and sentence for the teen's killer. As Matt Sepik reports, a judge today sentenced Fernando Valdez Alvarez in the death of 15-year-old Jamari Rice. Valdez Alvarez pleaded guilty to killing Jamari and wounding another teen at the South Education Center. The 19-year-old must serve 16 years of his 24-year sentence in prison before he's eligible for supervised release. Even though a conviction for intentional murder would likely result in a similar sentence, Jamari's father, Cortez Rice, says the defendant's plea to unintentional murder lets him evade responsibility. Just the fact of him saying that he, he didn't intend to kill my son, but you shoot two kids in the chest. Well, what do you think is going to happen? Rice says Valdez Alvarez deserves life in prison. A second defendant is serving three years after a jury convicted him of assault but acquitted him of murder. That's NPR News reporter Matt Sepik in Minneapolis. And the Minnesota Department of Natural Resources will not order an environmental review of a proposed and controversial bottled water plant in Scott County Kirsty Marone reports. California-based Niagara Bottling wants to build the facility in the small town of Elko New Market. It would bottle and sell up to 310 million gallons of water a year from the city's water supply. Some residents are worried about the impacts on the sustainability of the region's groundwater. They petitioned the DNR to require an environmental assessment worksheet. But the DNR rejected that request, saying they didn't provide evidence that the project would have significant impacts on groundwater or nearby rivers or wetlands. It noted that most other cities in Scott County already pump much more water than Elko New Market. The DNR says it is reviewing a request from the city to increase the amount of groundwater it uses annually. That review will include an aquifer test to determine if the water is available. That's NPR News reporter Kirsty Marone. And here's what else we're watching. State wildlife officials say one of the two eggs in the bald eagle nest featured on the DNR's Eagle Cam live stream has broken. In an update today, the Minnesota Non-Game Wildlife Program says it's the first time that's happened in the Eagle Cam nest since the live stream started a decade ago. 
and overall they said it's a rare occurrence in the wild. The other egg remains intact. Officials acknowledged the sadness of losing one of the eggs, but also said the chick that hatches from the remaining egg will now have a greater chance of survival. And the number of permits to carry firearms issued in 2022 in Minnesota was significantly lower than the numbers from the previous two years. That's according to data released today by the state's Department of Public Safety. Sheriff's offices across the state issued a total of just more than 65,000 permits in 2022. That's 39% lower than the number of permits issued in 2021 and 32% lower than those granted in 2020. In sports, the University of Minnesota Gophers lost the first game of the Women's Big Ten Tournament this afternoon at Target Center in Minneapolis. And the Twins tied the Phillies 4-4 this afternoon in spring training in Florida. The Wild play at Vancouver tomorrow night. The Wolves face the Lakers Friday night in Los Angeles. In weather, tonight look for mostly cloudy skies with lows from 8 below to 0 in the north and from 9 to 15 above in southern Minnesota. Tomorrow, look for partly cloudy skies with highs in the lower 20s to the lower 30s. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, lows from 12 to 18. That's it for Minnesota Today. Thanks for listening. I'm Tim Nelson. Kathy Werzer will be back in the morning with an update. Until then, stay healthy and stay safe.